Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wad Fam Welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod, the show where Andrew doesn't laugh over the intro. Never, not once. Mm-mm. Couldn't be me. That's Andrew. He doesn't laugh. That's Dylan. He doesn't talk. What do you think, audience? <laughs> what do you think? Why are you here? <laughs> I actually the 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 pen device would be very use useful, like for post like if you could hear what people would think about it while you're saying it like you're talking to them in person i think that could be incredibly valuable you're saying like what are you saying i'm suggesting that you talk into like a mirror and it tells you what people would say no i'm if saying you said that to them I'm saying I talk into the microphone and the feedback I get is what everybody that's listening to it would be thinking while I'm saying that. That sounds horrible, Andrew. Yeah, it does on hindsight sound like a bit of like auditory overload. In but maybe hindsight? one or two in hindsight. You said hindsight. In hindsight. <laughs> in the sight of the Huns. Uh, Attila and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're in the sight of the Huns. We're discussing episode 441A. Right. Which is called, What Do You Think? With a question mark, which was kind of the, the that's, that's the joke we were making. It's funnier mm-hmm. if I explain it, right? Yes, exactly. It's, uh, it's an episode written by John Fornoff, directed by Phil Lawler. Um, and it originally aired April 8th of 2000. Wonderful. One week after I slap floor. <laughs> Boy, what a follow up. <laughs> this double feature is really something. Yeah. As you heard there earlier, the episode is 441A. That means it is still split episode summer. Heck yeah. Even though we are past Labor Day at this point, it's still summer. It's still summer. We've I got- mean, technically speaking. It feels like summer, you know, the Strokes put out that Eternal Summer song. I don't mm, know. I yeah, mean, I do like Eternal Summer. Whenever pretty, pretty good Strokes song. Oh yeah. Pretty good, man. I feel like it's in the top 20% of Strokes songs. Sure. Sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um why not? I'm, I'm happy to just agree blindly to that random statistic. I have not heard that many Strokes songs. Really? I've listened to, like, like I listened to their first album a, a lot. lot. Yeah. And I know a couple songs off of some of the albums after that. And Eternal Sunshine, has, it's probably in the top 20% of songs I have heard by The Strokes and the other 80% I have not heard. True. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I listened to Julian Casablanca's single of mm-hmm. uh, him doing the SNL song, I Wish It Was Christmas Today. Listen to that a lot. <laughs> Because it's on your Christmas playlist. It is on my Christmas playlist. It's also a banger. It is. 
I, I think I've heard it once. Well, I've heard it probably more than most Strokes songs. Proud of you, buddy. You could definitely stand to listen to more Strokes, I think. that. Yeah, I mean... It might make your mental health worse, but it will make you cooler. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like listening to Is This It is enough. Yeah, that's true. It is a perfect album, and that's what everybody came here to, uh, to yeah. listen. Yeah, that's 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 why you guys are listening, right? Because you're real big fans of the, of the, the Strokes. The strokes. <laughs> like, like, like we all are. Um, yeah, it's... I don't know what I'm saying. Well, we, well, how do we even get to that? Oh, because it's Eternal Summer. Because it's yes. still Split, split Episode, episode Summer. summer. <laughs> nice. After a whole summer of doing this, we finally figured out how to sync that up. I'm really proud of us. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'll, it's almost worth just not ending Split Episode Summer, you know? Well, I mean, look, I think we're, we, we still have, I think, like six episodes of it or something. And so. our rankings. It's true. Is that going to be its own episode? I don't know what that's going to be. It's we'll talk. Yeah, my people will talk to you. Maybe, maybe maybe it's a bonus episode. Ooh, maybe we paywall that. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the smart financial decision. I don't know that it's a smart financial decision. It just might be where it fits best in the schedule if we want to do like guest season stuff or we'll, we'll we'll see what it looks like. I I should actually work out what the fall like when this will end mm-hmm. how many weeks we have after that till the end of the year and whatnot oh i don't know why we're discussing this on air this is all the stuff that we do behind the scenes all mm-hmm. the time for those of you who think this show doesn't have planning i spend way too much time thinking about it and i spend way too little <laughs> i think about it a lot and then i don't for months no so yeah it's good it's no like that's it's, I, I i do some binge thinking about yes. this show yes I would say that that's how I relate to the show best as well. <laughs> Binge attention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also of note, this episode has a 90% hmm. on the uh, wiki with 47 votes. That is impressive. And I, this is one that I've heard before that I remembered hearing. Sure. In a way that the uh, the the B track of of this episode uh i did not remember at all (laughs) (laughs) weird because i don't know that you could listen to them separately no no i don't know that i could but i may have been asleep by the time the second one came on (laughs) (laughs) split episodes are perfect for andrew he just listens to the a side and then conks out well no typically i would make it through an a and b and then a of the next episode but roughly at the the 10 minute mark there is when (laughs) it roughly takes me about 35 minutes (laughs) Gotcha. Well, this this episode begins mm-hmm. with Liz and Sarah and Sarah and Liz has had her her hair not just cut but styled, styled. at Greenblatt's department store. Mm-hmm. Back when department stores did hair, is that a thing? I don't know. It's this, it's small town Illinois. Like who knows yeah. what's real? Yeah. No. I mean, I guess it probably fits in the whole like. You get your hair, you get your, like, pictures taken at JCPenney type <laughs> sure. era. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Because um, people don't do that anymore, right? I assume not. There are smartphones. I say that as a joke because I know for a fact my sister got her Christmas pictures taken there. <laughs> oh, wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know, like, I don't know that it's really used consistently yeah. i'm just like i 
I think it makes sense photos, when you have kids. Photo, but photos that look staged aren't good. What about Instagram? <laughs> look staged, Andrew. Like are like like have like the staged aesthetic. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Like I understand all photos are staged yeah. more or less. <laughs> like I'm not naive, but like there's that specific like staged aesthetic. Yeah, of, with like, like the we white some... curtain in the background. Yeah, we sit on a chair, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. No. Well, we're, in the in and, the age of... and we're in we're in a situation that no human being has ever found themselves in before. Mm-hmm. Where it's like staged photos on Instagram look like you're doing something that people do. Mm-hmm. And staged photos in a mall look like you're in a mall. Yeah, no, it looks like you're in front of a curtain and still in a wagon. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah. The weird, weird, like, I understand it making sense in a time where everyone didn't have a phone in their pocket. Mm-hmm. But everyone has a phone in their pocket now. And so the phones like, are really good. Like, yeah. The- Plain background made sense when cameras couldn't, like, do portrait mode and separate. Sure, sure. when depth of field was difficult. Yeah, but I think now we're doing all right, and you could probably get by with just a nice uh, iPhone timer picture. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's there's a difference between, like, professional photos Mm -hmm. and, like, staged photos, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where it's, like, engagement photos Mm -hmm. for the most part. Get them done at department stores. <laughs> right. No issue with how people go about their engagement photos. That's why that's like, I proposed. Was at the department store. Oh, okay. <laughs> good good plan. I like this for your future. Um, <laughs> the lighting was incredible, in all honesty. <laughs> that is the whole reason I did it. Uh, but, but yeah. It's it, always golden hour in JCPenney. <laughs> that's such a lie. <laughs> No, it's always like pale fluorescent yes. purgatory. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh man! Well, that was a conversation we had. It existed. So, so yeah, Sarah's not particularly impressed by Liz's hair, but Liz mm-hmm. is excited about it, which is you know good. That's how hair works. <laughs> what? No, I mean, I feel like. The person that is always the most excited about hair changes is the person whose hair has been changed. <laughs> sure. I mean, I feel like that should be the case. Yeah. So everything else is going to be slightly disappointing anyway, unless yeah. somebody's like absurdly yeah, on you... your same level. <laughs> yeah. For minor change. I feel like if you really commit to a, a big change, mm-hmm. people tend to be, be a bit it. more dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. So just shave your head. I think is really the advice that we've come from here. If Liz isn't getting the uh, attention she wants, yeah, just got to Britney it. Or or uh, dye it in a way that is very patriotic. Ooh. That's a uh, that's a callback. That is Erica's hair oh, yes. in the Under the yes. Influence episodes. <laughs> red, white, and blue? Or I, it, she does, They don't say. It, it's just Aubrey saying, well, it's very... Patriotic. patriotic or um shoot what's the uh what's the color that connie dyes her hair in the connie and mitch stuff oh. it's um purple isn't it yeah but but it's it's, it's got some some fancy name or something like it's yeah oh i think it's supposed to be like oh 
Raspberry chestnut. Yeah, yeah, that something does sound like that. right. Yeah, something something chestnut. A blackberry right. chestnut. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Something with chestnut. I I do I do I do believe that. Um we love believing takes here. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> yeah. No, that 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 sounds so, right. I believe the 45% of that response that seems vaguely accurate. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a higher hit rate than most of the things you say. Hey, statistically, you are correct. <laughs> For your information, it's not purple. It's raspberry chestnut. Oh, I was right. Yep. And that's why I believed you. Hey. Man, that's, that's unfortunate how she got purple out of raspberry chestnut. You'd think that would be like a red-brown situation, but. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so 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 Liz doesn't do anything quite that dramatic, but no, because because Sarah doesn't even notice that she got it cut, yes. and then she has to explain, no, I got it cut and styled. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had your hair cut and styled, Andrew? Well, so there's the there's the cut and color, which is always the combo that I see advertised at um, uh-huh. places. You know, you can get it cut, or you can get it cut and get it colored and get touched up a little bit. Um, I have gotten a shave and a haircut for two oh, bits. Wow, um, but. That was, that was many years ago. Is there a skunk ago. in the barnyard? <laughs> P.U. <laughs> I can't believe I remembered that. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those automatics. Yeah. Like, um, but the, uh, what was the, uh, the thing I was going to say is, yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten like the, I feel like the, the, the cut and style is when my barber asks, can I put pomade in? And I say, no. No. <laughs> No, I would rather my hair just be the way it is. <laughs> I don't really need to see it with product in it after it's been cut. Well, you've got lovely hair that doesn't need much help, in all honesty. It's got a lot of personality and volume. Wow. I've wow. got... My, my hair does not have such personality and volume. When I, I think leave your it, hair has plenty of personality, Andrew. Uh, well, okay. It's got personality and it's got volume by the sense of there's a lot of it at this point, but right. it's not, like, thick. <laughs> <laughs> I have very thin, straight hair that doesn't do much unless it's persuaded otherwise. Andrew, should we go to a mall and get pictures? That would podcasts? be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a makeover day. We should both cut and color our hair. No, no, no. No. <laughs> we could do like a Cosmo and Wanda thing where you go green and I go pink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep you're right that is what i want let me take thank pictures you for, and jc penny thank you for figuring out exactly what i was looking for <laughs> i think i might rather go pink in that scenario i think it depends on the color green but sure if it's cosmo green no thumbs down no that lime green no no but there is um geez this is a this is like a reference for green. no one hmm. well there's a um uh shoot who is it i forget what i forget what the actress's name is um she's very attractive but in there was a fox show called the gifted that was based on x-men comics okay a few years ago and the person playing polaris really rocked the green hair in a way that that worked for me (laughs) so what you're saying is it might improve my chances in bed with you. <laughs> that's what you're yes, saying. That, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying whatever you can do to look more like her, your odds only go, go up. up. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm going to get 
I mean, I'm going to need to work out for a bit. It's going to take me some time. I'll, I'll be back in a couple months. <laughs> right, because you know me. I famously go after people who are buff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Buff guy Dylan. <laughs> That's what I've always said. That's what we called him in high school. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Um, so... so Liz then goes to science class, um, and they're doing the classic frog dissection. And Liz partners up with Alex, her prospective love interest. And Alex notices right away that she changed her hair, which I was actually really surprised about. Yeah. And he says it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, and as he walks away, she's convinced that this means that he likes her. Yeah. He's like, oh, wow. Maybe he does like me. Yeah. Um, and then she goes over to Wit's End and talks to eugene and connie she wants to know what part she got in the play is it specified what play it is no okay cool i don't feel bad about not knowing then um and uh they won't tell her even though because uh a couple people still have to audition apparently yes and so yeah even though she's like Mm -hmm. well just tell me you guys know connie's like being good and ethical about it and being like Mm -hmm. no we don't actually make the decisions till everyone's auditioned Mm -hmm. like someone could come in here and do better than you like edward blackward or not, yeah. Yeah, Edwin. Edwin. Or Shakespeare. Or Shakespeare. The door. <laughs> the Man. door is always what I think as well. <laughs> we need um, we need to get some more Edwin Blackard on the show, in all honesty. It's been a while. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a bad character. Yes, not good. Like, but... one of the worst ideas Odyssey's had. Like, I love Ur- Earl Bowen. Yeah, no. But just being like... We're going to bring him back to play his twin brother, mm-hmm. who's a Goof. bad actor. Yeah. That's his whole thing. His shtick is he's a, is a bad Shakespearean actor. Right, is that he's like a thespian who sucks. Yeah. And we have, we've never dealt with the theater in nope. general in Odyssey, but we're going to, like, create a theater that this guy can just be, like, a schmuck at. No, they, I mean, children's theater kid was always a thing at Wits End. Sure, sure, sure. Stuff. But, like, as... Is like an adult. Like it's so no, weird. No. It's there is so no, weird like, to make him like a core townie who like gets his own episodes. Yeah, and like there's like an opera house now, like in Odyssey. Like, like that really feels like some like someone was on something when they had those ideas. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, you know what this really crazy eccentric town needs? <laughs> I know. Give him an make it the villain. His twin brother. Right. Um, what a bizarre, bizarre choice this show made. Yeah. Anyways. So, anyway, uh, Connie won't tell her. Liz is super upset. So then she goes to complain to Wit, being like, man, yep. you know, I wish... I wish I could hear everything that everyone thought about me. And Wit's like, well, it's better to not think that, which made me write down... Sounds like a job for the Room of Consequence. And guess what it was? A job for the Room of Consequence. Exactly. Which Liz immediately starts out with, but that went so poorly with for me with the eternal birthday. Ah, eh, whatever, I'll do it again. No, yeah, it, said it went so poorly with me, it almost ruined me for chocolate, ch- like my favorite ice oh, cream yeah, flavor wait. forever. Choc- chocolate mocha chocolate, chocolate chunk, chunk ice, ice cream. cream. With chocolate, chocolate, fudge cake. Oh, no, chocolate. topping? No, it's, wow. Oh, um, no. All right, here, here we go, here we go. 
Chocomoka chocolate fudge cake with chocolate chocolate chunk ice cream. Chocolate chocolate chunk. Right. But the, the the thing I missed is I called the first, I, I forgot it was cake with ice cream. Cake with ice cream, yes. Yep, I was just thinking it was ice cream. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know what? I think I did better than I should have. So <laughs> Considering how long it's been, I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, You've heard of the stroke song Eternal Summer. Now I give you Eternal Birthday. <laughs> Way to bring it all back to home. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh. And it's the same syllable, so you could make that work. Oh, yeah, totally. No, totally. And anyway, so <laughs> Liz volunteers to get traumatized in the Root of Consequence again. Right, and, uh, right. Gets yep. handed a pen that will read everybody's thoughts to her, but she can't act like she knows what they're thinking, which she does a terrible job of. Yeah, no, of course. Um, and so she, she asks Wit, like, or Wit, she gives Wit some scenarios and, like, mm-hmm. things she'd like to know, and he, like, quick programs it in. Mm-hmm. Which, somehow the manual entry of it makes it worse, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, no. The the only, like... I like it better when it's AI-generated. Yeah. And just kind of based off her own, like, thoughts and fears. Then when Wit programs a bunch of kids into bullying Liz... Kids that he knows. Maybe, he, maybe, well, and this is my my headcanon. Maybe he's built legit AI off of their input. Right, but those are, right, these are people, like actual people in the town. Is and he he's really like, what if they just bullied these, what if they just bullied this kid? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess it was Because the first direct. scene is, right, is Sarah saying, like, that she doesn't like Liz's hair. Yeah, that is pretty cool. had to give that information to the machine. What I'm suggesting is the more upsetting but less incriminating uh, solution is that Wit had standing AI for all the children that he just pulled from. <laughs> And so what he was typing in there was witch kids. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, oh, I just gotta throw the Liz system in there. And no, then, but, like, oh, it's yeah. way less concerning if it's, like, these are the things that Liz is afraid of. Yeah. That get, like, fed back into the system because mm-hmm. it's tapped into her brain. Yeah. Somehow that's less concerning than, like, wit is, like, putting words in these kids' mouth. To hurt their relationship with her. Right. <laughs> Hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> that it's, is pretty sinister. It's not good. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. And so, yeah, so then, then we get to the frog scene, and and we find out that Alex is saying all this stuff, all mm-hmm. the nice stuff to Liz, as he's, like, trying to keep himself from throwing up because of the frog. Yeah, anything to keep me from looking at the frog. We do also, we hear the science teacher singing about frogs in a scene that's very funny. Oh, freeland froggies all unwary, fresh in a froggy seminary, free from skin, too tough and wary, bum bum dum bum bum <laughs> I did write it there. <laughs> And it was worth it. <laughs> Thank you. No, that was that was beautiful, Andrew. Yeah, I think you have, well, a, it was, I think it you was, have a Broadway career ahead of you. Thank you. Uh, Will Ryan's voice was really funny as like a completely just <laughs> zoned out yes. science teacher. Oh yeah, very and much the Bueller <laughs> science teacher. Like yeah. just like how boring can we make this person? <laughs> And uh yeah so the, but then then Alex um 
we find out that he doesn't know Lula's Lula's name. name. (laughs) He's like, she's cute. If only I could remember remember her her name. name. Also, she's a bit whiny. Like, everyone comes back with, like, a left is whiny. Yeah. (laughs) That just, like, becomes the thing. And I'm like, yeah, this is bad. Being curious is bad, children. Don't do that. (laughs) I... I also think it would absolutely ruin me if I could hear what other people were saying about me. Like, it's kind of the only thing I care about. So if I was able to have that, it would be the end of me. Yeah, no, I mean, I think especially in this scenario where it's like an immediate type situation where you can say something and then hear what people think in response and you can't respond, that I just wouldn't talk. I would just be so concerned with not having people think things about me because most of them would be bad. Right. I just want to be thought about. Yeah. This would be a drug for me in the wrong way. Or I'd be really upset that people weren't thinking about me. Oh, I think about you, Dylan. Except for this morning when I overslept. I was dreaming. (laughs) But I was dreaming about you. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Good good, good save. And Freely Froggy's fresh (laughs) unwary. But, yeah, it just, like, I agree with the premise that it is, it would be bad for Mm -hmm. society if you knew what other people were thinking about you. I also think it's the, what Wit's doing here is wild. Oh, no, it's absolutely bonkers, because it continues on to the last scene where... The best um, scene. Yeah. I think the best part of the entire episode is Eugene's word association. (laughs) It's, it's right. It's word association. The game. It's so it's just, funny, and we get this insight into how Eugene's mind works, which is like Liz says a word, and he just ping pongs from word to word to word until something comes out, and then he says no. It's so good. Bert and Ernie. No, 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 no. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's delightful. I should have written it all down. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, Chuck Squad. I failed yeah, you. It's no. really funny. It's it's actually it it is on the wiki. So, oh please, we can tell William Tell the William Tell Overture composed in 1829. Tell told Toll Bell for whom the bell tolls. Ernest Hemingway, the importance of being Ernest. Er- Ernie and Bert. Ernie with a funny voice. Bert with the funny nose. Nose homonym for nose, which is the plural of no. 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 <laughs> Ooh, this is driving me nuts. Nuts. Hazelnut. Er, nuts. Hazel. Pecan. Pistachio. Nietzsche. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. It's really, uh, really good. Just. No, it's so funny. Yeah. that's a, It's a really good bit. I love that's how it makes me feel less bad because that's totally how my brain works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. So, so often. So often I'm just sitting there amusing myself with a chain of words. Yeah. So it's nice to be seen by Eugene. Exactly. But, uh. Well, but, I know yeah. that maybe it's a sign of potential higher intelligence as opposed to what i feared right. was lower intelligence yeah, exactly exactly this is a genius we're talking about not not me <laughs> and might i say in all honesty um so then liz is at the performance she's just completed right everything. well so yeah so the thing here though she does find out that she got the part yeah she found but she also finds out that they think she's whiny mm-hmm She's whiny. She got the part. She was the best person. Nobody else is going to beat her that's performing. That's like her one. Like, oh, great. And then she goes out to perform on the stage. She goes to take her bow. And then she can hear what everybody in the audience is thinking about her at that moment. Which, 
to be honest, is a pretty good reflection as to what my thoughts are about how long do I must uh, how mu- how long must I continue standing and uh, clap? Um, I don't know this person. I I really did just stand up for the person I know, but I feel bad about sitting down at this point. Um, yeah. I wonder if people are going out for food afterwards. I wonder if I could persuade them to Olive Garden, if that's an option. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, basically, Liz Liz then leaves. Very upset. Yeah, upset because everyone hates her, thinks she's whiny. Yep. Because yeah. Wit, <laughs> Wit had the robots bully her. <laughs> right. And then Wit reassures her that uh, everyone occasionally has bad thoughts about you. It's true. <laughs> Dylan's Dylan's occasionally had bad thoughts about me. Yeah, you know, once or twice, but for the most part, they're good thoughts. Same, right back at you, buddy. Yeah, look, I like you, friend. I like the, you too. The thing, the thing here that I'm really upset the show didn't get into is I want to know. I wish Wit had programmed himself into this. I wanted Wit... to see Wit's bad thoughts because the idea that everyone occasionally has bad thoughts and Wit is not shown right, and Wit's got to be one of those people because yep. he's one of everyone. I would love to see like a moment of Wit being frustrated, angry at, mad. rolling his eyes yes. about having to throw uh, Liz into the room of consequence so right. she knows not to be in other people's heads. Yes, it would have been so good. It definitely would have been funny, yeah. and uh, it but, makes yeah. more sense. But you know, Wit is God, right. so you know. And he, yeah, and he explains <laughs> that the only, the only, you know, person's opinion you should care about is God's, and you can find that out. What if you can find out what God thinks about you by reading the Bible? Yep, and that's the moral, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> but Liz would like to be invisible. Yes, yeah. Which maybe we'll get. I don't know. I don't think that happens. But I would love a Liz turns invisible room of consequence. Ooh. Can it not be Liz? I feel like she needs a break. <laughs> fair, fair. I, yeah, man. Turning I want in, Wit to be invisible and put Turning in invisible room. and reading minds, I think, are two powers that would absolutely corrupt me and turn me into a supervillain. Yeah, definitely reading like, minds. I think, I think, like, I think I could, like... I think I would just steal a lot of stuff if I could turn invisible. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think I could, I think I could fly and it have no moral consequences on me how like like i don't like i don't think how fast can i fly like if we're talking superman abilities to fly then i would totally just like i don't know fly to italy and steal something when i wanted like fresh prosciutto Uh... (laughs) no like see so i think i think like that one wouldn't fundamentally because it's not it's not in direct relation to my interactions with other human beings. I yes. feel like that one is not going to be the one that corrupts me. Okay. I feel sense. like, yeah, I yeah. feel like I could handle, I could handle flight and still be a decent person. I could handle I don't think strength, I can hang- I don't think still I, be I, a decent person. I could handle strength. I don't think I could handle flight. <laughs> I think strength, I, I'm slow enough that I have to be there and be conscious of my decisions. Whereas, like, if I've got super speed and I could just right. run to China and get, you know, yeah. homemade pho from some random person, yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> right, but then, but yeah, but I'd pay for it. Yeah. I wouldn't feel the urge to steal. So then what's the moral ill that I'm doing by going to China in that instance? Fair. 
I guess it's not mine. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I could, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with, I'm fine with going and doing stuff abroad at the, you know. But the the point I'm making more is it's like, all going to be U.S. currency though. If I'm if I'm down to eight, sure, I mean, sure. everything's going to be paid for a dollar. Sure, and like <laughs> ego could also be a point of it. That like the ego of certain things might eventually corrupt me. But I'm just saying like invisibility mm-hmm. or like mind reading mind reading and i am a super villain in a day oh any sort of alchemy if i could make stuff with other stuff mm. like anything that i wanted yeah no, no, that's bad that's bad <laughs> i don't know that that one corrupts me on the same level i feel like i would have a level of altruism with that mm-hmm. that i wouldn't with the other two i and this is p- speaking to my own flaws. Yeah, no, so no I'm not. Think, I'm not I trying to project this on you. You're no, welcome no, no. to have different flaws than me. <laughs> I think that I would be okay with it to a certain extent. Like, I think that I would do a lot of good with it, and then I would also just destroy my own life and then become a supervillain. I think that would probably be the situation. All right. Yeah. Sure. Um, but it could make for a good movie, so you know, be on the lookout. Yeah, there you go. That's what the world needs now is more superheroes. Mm-hmm. And more of me. <laughs> more stories about superheroes. Um, and that's like the episode. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, yeah, I do think the, the premise of like, the only person whose opinion that ma- matters is God's. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. You can know what God's thinking about you by reading the Bible. And I'm like, all right, once again, like, okay, sure. I feel like none of this is real, though. No, well, and <laughs> like, like I think the I think the there's very real conclusions that can be drawn from that. Then that is that like you are one person out of eight billion people, and everybody else is the center of their own world in the way right, that like, you are the center of yours. Like, try and, to build your self worth and your identity on who you are in Christ rather than on what people think about you yeah. is the healthy version of yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. I feel like what Witt said is not helpful to a child. No, no. He basically said, go home and read your Bible and worry less about what your peers think about you, which is, I guess, not the worst <laughs> advice in the world, <laughs> sure. but it could be a sure, lot it's better. it's generally applicable. <laughs> yeah. It's not, like, specifically catered to this. Yeah. Like, you can write off every problem as, I don't know, read the Bible and pray is the solution. Yeah. Like I have, I have led groups of middle schoolers, high schoolers who think that way, yeah. who when presented with a question, the only tools they have at their disposal is read the Bible and pray. And then when those don't work out, they don't know what to do. And it becomes a problem. Yeah. Well, because and- they're not as like blankety fix all. We'll just do these things. Exactly. And like, and yeah. you get the results. It's not right. a direct transactional yep. thing where. Yes. Transactional is a great word for that. No, for sure. I, yeah. Prayer is definitely interesting in that respect. And my understanding of prayer has definitely changed dramatically. I would say in the last three years, mm. just of like. I kind of what I feel like the ones and zero, like the nitty gritty of prayer. Like, how does that show up every day in my life when Mm. the prayers themselves aren't answered? Hmm. And um, yeah, no, I'm just hearing what talk about. It's like, Oh man, you know, that's a bit vague. (laughs) Right. It's just, yeah. It's one of those things where it's just like, it, it just feels like the, 
most basic of a moral that you could tack on exactly. this tale. It's just like, oh, well, it's we wanted to tell, we wanted about- to tell a mind reading story. Yeah. What is what's the ultimate conclusion? Read the Bible. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> like, good work. Yeah. You really fixed things for these children listening. Yeah. Well, and you could, I mean, there's so much that you can do with that as far as, like, everybody in the modern age is anxious, it feels like, as far as it comes to, like, how they feel about the way they are perceived by other people, whether it's online or in person. You know, I feel like you could say so much about setting healthy boundaries, about, you know, finding, like, where you find your sense of self-worth and your importance and everything that is not just, I don't know, go home and figure it out by reading the book. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I agree. All right. Um... With all that being said, uh, you got anything you want to plug beyond uh, the Strokes discography, Andrew? <laughs> uh, you know, joint activities of community, uh, whether that be fantasy football or making a podcast. Or just, smoking a joint. Or smoking a joint. <laughs> Do something <laughs> the with The most some joint activities. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah, no. Do I, I? I. I can. I can second do stuff with friends. I do like that as an idea. Mm-hmm. Big fan of community over here. Yeah. Well, we're getting into the fall. People are getting busy and stuff. You know, carve yeah. out some time. Have a weekly movie night or a game night, or maybe make a podcast with one of your good friends. Or join a fantasy football league. Or join a fantasy football league. Maybe. I don't know. How many of you like fantasy football? <laughs> is If there is one person listening to this that likes fantasy football, I will be genuinely surprised. Really? No. Fantasy football is so mainstream, man. But what do you think the crossover is between well, the two? one, I know people who listen to this in real oh, life. Yeah, Adam Deckard <laughs> is in my fantasy league and also on this show. <laughs> yep, uh-huh. Drew Huber as well. Two guests that we've had, friends in real life. Drew does not listen. Adam does listen. So love you, Adam. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. Uh, anyways, look. If you want to be in, if you guys want to start a Wadfam Chalkpod Fantasy Football League, it's probably too late. But DM Andrew. It is not too late. I will do it. <laughs> if we can get ten people <laughs> by September tenth. Uh, Okay, you as this episode comes Actually, out, a, I think that's a lie. Uh, the league starts on Thursday, so it'd be September seventh. <laughs> okay, so I believe this episode airs on the sixth. Yes. So if you can, if ten people can DM Andrew yes. in the next day and a half, yep, you can. Uh, you can have a fantasy football league together. Uh, it could be eight. I'd, I'd be willing to do eight <laughs> as well. And and I'll be in there, so you know it was really only seven. <laughs> a holy number. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> all right. With all that being said, we'll be back in a week to talk about episode four forty two. B. Idle minds. Bye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. 
As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. What Do You Think? was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.